0: Welcome everybody to Edge of the Rabbit Hole. I'm author and ghost historian Mike Ricksecker. With me as always, my co-hostess Vanessa Hogel and down in the chat room. Quarantine Ghost, moderating the chat and tossing out cookies from what I understand most nights. So we have a fantastic show coming up for you tonight. Uh, Michelle Motherella Piper, she's a psychic medium and a doctor of philosophy in natural health and holistic nutrition. Uh, She has a new book out on intuition and spirit guidance, which we're going to get into. But uh, take a second here just to let you know that after the show tonight, just before we do the shout outs, after we've let Michelle go, uh Vanessa has a very special announcement. So you're gonna wanna stay tuned for that. So, but without further ado, Michelle, welcome to the show. Happy to have you.
1: Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be with you, both of you. It's gonna be fun.
0: Oh, Yay! we're definitely gonna have yeah. a great time. Yeah. Absolutely. I love
1: it when we
2: have another psychic medium on the show. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I we're, love it we're... because
1: that's what I do. I know. We're gonna encapsula- <laughs> we're gonna encapsulate Mike.
0: Yeah. I know. I know. We are already talking before the show that I'm just going to let you two run with it. And I'm just going to sit back and enjoy. But Michelle, I have to ask you before you two just run away with everything, which is fine. Um, where did the nickname Motherella come from?
1: I don't get asked that as much as you think. That's so really? funny you bring that up. Yeah. I mean, in my live shows, when I'm like touring Midwest, then I'll get asked like in my live shows. But I don't get that asked a lot. It's so funny. Um, I had heard, so long story short, I was already divorced. I had three small kids under the age of four. Um, I was going through uh, a hard time during that that typical period as a single mom. I was carrying laundry basket, juggling um, my full-time job and, and running with the kids. And um, one day I had, had a breakdown in my hall, right with a laundry basket, cell phone laying on the floor three kids crying, you know, me in my pajamas at like three in the afternoon, you know, 25 pounds overweight by this time. And I'm sitting there, I had a major meltdown and I just was praying like, please, I need help. I, I, you got, you got to help me. What direction am I going in? What am I doing? I I want to be the best mom I can be, but this is tough on me. And all of a sudden I heard in my head, you're going to be motherella and I was like because w- w- it was this- it was in my head but it was a male voice okay and I was like what in the hell and then I uh, you know psychically I see pictures right right when I'm doing my readings and stuff I see pictures so they had shown me a picture of a t-shirt and it said motherella on it so I thought I actually have a picture behind me because I saved it I thought it was a t-shirt company about a mom living the single life, but raising three kids. So I immediately called my friend and said, oh my gosh, you won't believe this, but I had heard a voice, you know, she knows my ability. I said, I had heard a voice that said, I'm going to be doing Motherella work. I said, I'm starting a t-shirt company. She goes... Are you effing kidding me? She's like, you ha- you can't even handle what you got. You're a-, a t-shirt company? You're out of your damn mind! I said, nope. I'm telling you, I saw it, I felt it, I heard it. I'm running with it. Hung up with her. This was July 25th of 2006, and the next day, I had found a trademark attorney, and I called, and I had trademarked the name Motherella, thinking it was a t-shirt company. And I had drawn a picture on a napkin, sent it to a graphic designer, and I got everything started to start a t-shirt company. Huh. And in about nine months after that, so starting July uh so July twenty seventh of two thousand and six is the a- actual morph day of Mother Rolla. Okay. I'll be working as Mother Rolla 14 years this July. So oh, I wow. congratulations. This month thank you thank you so a few months later even though i had this gift the whole time i wasn't doing readings i wasn't Mm -hmm. utilizing it in a professional way so i went and got an estimate on the t-shirts and the guy's like there's no way you're putting this on a t-shirt it's too busy he's like if you like the name put the name i'm like well nobody's gonna know what that means mother L. who's gonna buy a t-shirt that says mother It doesn't even mean anything (laughs) They goes, well, let's just try it. So he did a couple prototypes and he made it back then, you know, the bedazzle. I'm sure Vanessa knows what I'm talking oh, yeah. about. The Bedazzle t shirts. And I was like, ooh, this looks really cool. And it was in red and black. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. I'm like, well, maybe I'll just talk about what it is and they'll sell. Well, guess what? They never sold. So oh, well. about eight months down the road, 10 months down the road, I started calling people and, and for side cash. Because like I said, I was a single mom and I said, I'm going to start doing readings and see if I can make a profession out of it. And my very first client, I swear, I still love her to today, wherever she ended up moving. I haven't talked to her for years. Her name was Audrey. She put me on the map. I did one reading for her. And next thing you know, I was flooded and booked out almost two months in advance after I read that one person. And it just, it spiraled. It spiraled from there. Wow. So um, I went from t-shirt to medium <laughs> in about less than a year. And wait, wait, medium so t shirt Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Medium-sized t-shirt to a psychic medium. Right. <laughs> um, and so next thing you know, I uh, contacted somebody and said, listen, I want to switch, uh, a business attorney is who I'm speaking of, and I want to switch my T-shirt over to Psychic Medium. And they helped me get it um, trademarked under Psychic Medium Mm -hmm. in books and shows and podcasts and took the T-shirt portion off of it or left it under products. And with, you know, up and running 10 months later and here I am 14 years later, all by referral. That's
0: that's fantastic
2: that's how I've done it. Um, I've never wanted to be, I've never wanted that to be my job. Mm-hmm. Um, I just haven't, it's just cause it's, it's a lot and it's, and it's too much, mm-hmm. it's too much. Um, you know, um, yes. and plus yeah, I have, I have my own full-time job already, but, mm-hmm. but I understand every single person I get is by referral. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's lovely to it have, is. to have that faith put in. It is. And you know, it's,
1: it just shows that spirit's at work. You know, I always tell people it's not about whether I'm reading you accurately. It's about, are you connected enough to spirit to get your message accurately? Because I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. And, um, I've been very blessed, but this is full time for me. I actually left. I was in private for almost 15 years Mm -hmm. and, uh, I left and was able, to bless my heart, with how hard I've worked. I was able to do this full time and actually reduce my hours as a doctor of natural health down to I'm only work six wow. days a month as in practice. Yeah.
2: I, I I commend you greatly on being able. <laughs> like I said, there's could I? Yes. Do I want to? No.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's not for everybody. It's 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 no. you know I think people see it on TV. And they think it's fun and entertaining. And I, well, it's that too. I mean, I have my energy pretty under control with my diet and health right before readings. I make sure I'm eating properly and then right after, but you're right. It is exhausting because, um, you become almost like a psychotherapist, um, on the reading sometimes, sometimes the reading navigates into more of a counseling session and um you're you know you're getting people's energy all day long. Like this morning today, I've already done 18 Oh, hell today. No. And so Love y'all, <laughs> love y'all. Guess what ain't happening. Uh, but my passion is writing like you, Vanessa. Yes. You know, my passion really is writing. I love writing, I love teaching. Um, I really do. I really enjoy it.
2: I wanna ask you something. Um solely selfish I'm being That's very selfish yeah. when I ask you this um, because I'm not promoting myself but I recently had something come out and, and what I what I put in that was very 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 hard um, it was very I I mean I exposed s- some very traumatic points in my life mm-hmm. um from childhood forward. But not only did I expose them, I didn't expose them to become a victim. And so people could say, oh, poor Vanessa. I owned my the part I played in it, whether it was not listening to myself,
1: mm-hmm. not listening
2: mm-hmm. to my abilities, whether it was being stupid or, mm-hmm. or whatever it was, I, I owned my decisions mm-hmm. in, in, in these instances. And I, I did not place blame. I accepted blame um, mm-hmm. for my part that I played in it. I feel like that was probably the most beneficial thing I could have ever done for anybody was putting, yeah, that I think it makes you
1: relatable and I think it makes you authentic.
2: Do you think something like that helps? I mean, if you're looking at it from a natural holistic thing, because a, a clinical psychotherapist or psychologist or psychiatrist is going to look at me and be like, y- you, you, you don't have a degree in this. How are you telling people how to make their lives better? What's I your
1: natural version of it? My natural version is, is that when we go through life experiences and we're trying to blend, you know, science with, well, this is how I do it. Science with natural health, with spirituality, with quantum physics. You know, I, I'm kind of a blend of that. And listening to what you just said has already intrigued me but also made me closer just in that sentence because it's relatable um i've had a very very tough life very tough i've hit rock bottom multiple times um i have wanted to leave this earth multiple times if you know if you follow what i'm saying tried it a few
2: times yes ma'am i do so you know
1: what i'm saying so life experiences is not taught in any education system, it's not. And I can say this confidently because I was a professor for four years at two universities and I had students who were straight A's with a 4.0 and I knew going into practice, they were going to fail because they were book smart, but they couldn't take the book smart and put it into practice. And then I had people in practice who were writing and hovering on a C minus D scale, and they were able to do better in the real world than in books. So you don't have to always have titles to make a difference. If you notice on my page, I rarely talk about myself being a doctor, even though I have two PhDs. I rarely talk about it. I talk about my psychic mediumship because the titles, even though people say you went to school for so many years, you've done this, you've been in the medical community 25 years, you have all this experience, that's great, but that's not who I am. That's not how I'm helping people. Even I though people that. think you don't need a title to help somebody because of your life experience, because even if you change one person's life and you saved their life, they're going to tell 20 more people, you saved them. And then those 20 people are going to learn from your experience. And even if you never meet them, you have to trust and know that those people benefited from your
0: story.
1: Mm-hmm. You maybe. <laughs> so that's what I want you to take away with what you just said. And there's a huge component to what you both are doing in this, you know, in our community with what I'm doing, because I think now more than ever, people need to start understanding that the afterlife lives amongst us. And they have to know that the paranormal yes. does exist. Absolutely. And in order yes. to combat those energies, you don't need a title for the things that are effing with your brain which is going on right now. People are losing their shit. Oh yeah. There's chaos going on. There's depression, there's suicides, there's killings, there's violence. So doing your story or saying your story, I could give a crap. I'd rather listen to you and I don't care if people get offended when I say this than some therapist because they have 70 titles behind their name. I would rather listen to somebody that I can relate to that can make a difference in my life over someone who read a book Got a degree from that book and has never once experienced depression, suicide, drug overdose, drug addiction, self harm. How, yeah. how am I listening yeah. to you? Yeah. How 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 are you telling me to heal? Because you. Well, it's it like
2: that. It's it's like they say drug recovering or or former drug addicts, which you're always an addict. You always have that mm-hmm. tendency. Yeah. They make yeah. the best counselors because. A, they're not going to judge, and B, they understand what it's like when you are the lowest mm-hmm. of the low. And and that and that's what I tried to do. Is I sh- man, I showed my low. I showed and my. Low. I bet you you
1: changed a lot of lives just in that five minutes. I can guarantee you.
2: God, I hope so. So, yeah. let's Michelle, talk about yours. You know. I want to hear about yours.
0: Well, Michelle, I wanted to ask you, um, you yeah. know, yeah, because you you made a good point. About you know, in in today's time with all the chaos going on, so um, how are you you know talking to people and um, you know I guess maybe comforting them or relating to them with all the chaos going on uh, about the afterlife and you know how that is working in our world with all the craziness that's going on out there right now.
1: I've I've done a lot of work recently. I'd say since this uh, whole thing started in March. Luckily, a lot of my followers knew this was coming. I had given my predictions out almost a year prior, and I had already given them what was coming in 2020 back in 2012 when the awakening started. Hmm. Okay. My, you know, our awakening, our awakening comes at different times. Just because we're calling the time right now the Great Awakening doesn't mean you're going to be spiritually awoke. <laughs> it's just not. So oh. I'm trying to help people which is why I think it's odd that my book from the universe kept getting pushed back. Mm -hmm. It kept getting pushed back until May. It was the craziest thing. If I even walked you through the timelines, you'd be like, okay, that's not a coincidence. That's not a coincidence because nothing's coincidence. I knew the universe. Yep. So I knew the universe was setting me up for May and the minute may came, I knew the day that book came out that it was meant to come out when people were meant to know who they were to get into their own intuition. They have their own spiritual awakening to work through their levels of consciousness. So how I've been doing it is that through all this chaos that we're going through, I'm working really hard on keeping people um, connected to their higher self, to their intuition, to harness that intuition and to stop second guessing their gut. And yeah. a lot of my content is about that. And You know, like I said, everyone thinks that the afterlife is only about those who have passed on. And we miss the whole bigger picture of what energetically is going on in our world when you're thinking it's only about deceased loved ones. It is to a point, but they are not in charge of what's going on in our world right now. This is a spiritual war, and this has been a long time coming. And we have to learn to connect with our higher selves and ourselves and detach from the human world in order to survive the energetic pull that's going on right now. Because if not, you're gonna end up in the division and you're not gonna be part of the solution. Hands down, end of story. There is no other way around it.
2: Bingo. can I I just, can I, yeah. Um, Go ahead. Yes, yes. And that's what we've been saying for so long. Um, we've had other people on here who have said uh, things similar. I, 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 my thing is, to me, this time is solely about taking the ego out. Yeah. Take but- the ego out. If you can just get rid of that freaking ego that tells you that you have to be involved in everybody else's business and ignore yours, that mm-hmm. is, I think, where so many of the problems come into play right now. People can't connect with their true self Mm -hmm. because they're too busy focusing on everybody
1: else. Well, they're too busy, Vanessa, engaging. Stop engaging. Yeah. It's really simple. Just stop engaging. Yeah. Engage with yourself. How many people take time to actually engage with themselves? They don't. And I'm not talking from a sexual standpoint. (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, I, I, <laughs> you know what if it feels
1: good, it's good yeah if it feels good do it but i'm really not talking the sexual side i'm talking the intuitive side but don't engage people simple simple people are always like you know constantly on my lives and everything how do i do it how do i do? don't engage yeah that's how you control your energetic chaos don't engage so it really isn't that hard to find your zen right
2: it's not that hard to find your Zen.
1: No, you believe, it is hard. I, I don't think it is, but you. it's no. weird how many people do feel that way. You know what I mean? It amazes me. You're is, absolutely that right. is that my internet unstable? Is that my A little thinking? bit. Just a little bit.
0: Yeah. Did not again. A little bit, but we'll it's be all okay. right. We'll be all right.
1: The three of us together really can pull some spirits. Through There's her. a lot
0: of energy there. So I, Michelle, I let's I talk heard. about your, uh, your latest book here. Uh, unveil your intuition, a workbook connecting uh, you with your higher self and spirit guidance. So I haven't had a chance to read this yet, but just from talking with you and um, just the content that's supposed to be included in this book sounds absolutely fascinating. So uh, I do have a link down there in the description for viewers to, to pick this up. So, but what can people expect from it?
1: Thank you so much. Um, So I have taken all 45 years of me doing this. And I found a way to dummy it down and narrow it down in a way that was extremely comfortable and relatable for other people to do what I do on a smaller scale or larger scale, depending on how far they want to take this. So basically I walk through uh, each chapter, starting with chapter one from knowing and understanding what intuition truly is to understanding the level of consciousness. I am a brain junkie. I am fascinated by the human brain. I have studied the human brain with spirituality for over 20 years. Um, So the levels of consciousness, quantum physics, anything to do with brain health and how that incorporates into your higher self and spirituality, I am obsessed with. And so I take you through those chapters to understand. And there's homework assignments at the end of each chapter, because I get you right to dive in to doing the work. As you move through the levels of consciousness, we cover what, how that incorporates with the chakras and what it means to meditate. And then the fun part getting into the middle of the book is I get you connected with at least one of your spirit guides, if not more, uh, spirit animals. And then I move you into connecting with your deceased loved ones. I explain how the afterlife comes through and what each part of the afterlife represents. And then I teach you the psychic side. I teach you the mediumship side, and there's homework assignments at the end of every part of the chapter. And then at the very end, I make you blend it all together. And then during that book, I make you do a soul contract release because most of the time people cannot connect if they have karma following them around all the time. So there's a soul releasing contract chapter in the book that I touch upon with your past lives and how your past lives can really be effing you up in this life and how you need to release that karma, those soul contracts. And then hopefully right after you close the book, you're connecting.
2: You touched just now on something that is extremely important to me and okay. And first off, I want to thank you for it, because I wasn't even thinking about talking about this, but I have to now because you're you. Yeah. Um, you go right ahead. This is this is uh, and and we've talked about this before on the show, but th- this is my last time here. And and I know Mine that. Yeah, too. yeah, so because we're like this, you know, but uh, this is my last time here, and I, and it's because i've I've made it to an age I've never been before. I had a child I've never had before. And I've overcome extreme mm-hmm. trauma like I've never survived before. I've been murdered in each previous life and I've mm-hmm. never made it past 20 and I'm 48 Ooh. now. And yes. Yeah. I, I, beat the odds this time. Michelle. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, right. Um, Woo-hoo. but ever since I, ever since I finally accepted who I am, everything about myself things that have been still still been hiccups but everything has changed beautiful beautiful and that is that I think is I'm so glad you've done this book and I'm so glad that you're trying to teach people to do this because if they could have just been where I was Mm -hmm. and be where I am now they would know the importance of that journey
1: Yep.
2: and of Accepting yourself for who you are. We spend so much time denying who and what we are yep. that we curse ourselves. I, I call it a self-fulfilling process. That's so true
1: because I've been in that position myself. Yes. And I'm You're still on. learning who I am. I, yes. I'll yeah, i be 51 in August. Oh, you One hot woman. You're a hottie. Oh, <laughs> sister. I'm telling
2: you. So, sister. We're killing yeah, killin it. So yeah, anyway. We're killing it. We're killing it. But it's, yeah I just I, I love I love I love that you think that way and especially yeah. somebody that educationally speaking um is is on a level a lot higher than maybe the rest of us for you to still have that humility and that 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 need and that drive and that love to make others feel better and yeah. do better and be better i I just
1: nothing but love for you Ah well same to both of you. I mean we're all doing this together in our own way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um I'm a school junkie and so I had to actually stop it at some point because if it was up to me I'd be in school forever. Um brother love, who was an uh, yeah, professional yeah, education yeah. person. Right. And I love learning, but I think my calling years ago was it's time to start putting your money of education where your mouth is and start doing something with it rather than retaining it. And, um, you know, I'll always be a forever spiritual student and I probably will forever be a natural health student in my own way. Um, but I don't think, you know, I I don't think I'll ever stop trying to help people connect with their self and, in the spirit world. It's I'll do it until I die. And either you like it. And if you don't, then you can unfollow me, but that, I, <laughs> that's my job. I'm not here to protect my beliefs on anybody, but I am here to show you how you can do your own research to find out who you are, because our soul information is there at every given, given moment. But I think people are afraid to tap into who they are. You said it yes. perfectly. Vanessa. Yeah. Thank you, you said it perfectly. Um, there's many times I did not want to look at myself in the mirror, my darkest times. And now sometimes those dark times still creep up for me because your healing doesn't happen quickly when you're doing this work, your healing continues on and on and on. We are forever spiritual students. So for those who are listening, if anything Vanessa said, or Mike says, or I say that resonates with you, that is probably spirit giving you a little push to say, listen up, because you can do this, you can heal, you can connect, um, and you can recognize that your faults might just be your golden ticket to changing your life for the better or someone else's life for the better.
0: Absolutely. So,
1: I that's how. love you.
0: <laughs> I love you more.
1: <laughs> I love you more. That's why we're together on the show, all of us. There I, you know? Go. I got to take the glasses off
2: and it Oh Because Aww. that Wait. is... Aww. That is so important. Self-reflection is not bad. It's wonderful it's because it's it, when you can get to a point where something bothers you so greatly and, and you allow yourself that moment of, and then you're like, but hold it. where's this taking me. What am I supposed to learn from this? Where am I going from, from mm-hmm. this? And yeah. you've moved past that anger. And you're at a whole other place. And you're not you're not karmically indebted. No. You haven't you haven't had, you know, irreparable repercussions from it. You haven't had any of that
1: because you learned You did. But it's don't you think beautiful it is gorgeous. And but don't you think, Vanessa, some people don't want to get uncomfortable in order to get No, comfortable? they don't.
2: They don't. Um that that is one thing and again one of the reasons that I wrote this last one is there is an epidemic that is going on in the world, but especially, especially, let's go ahead and say, it, y'all don't get mad at me in America. what? Um, <laughs> I want to be a victim because it's There's easier to be a victim.
0: Yeah, it's easier.
2: Yes. It yeah. is easier to be a victim. It is easier to feel like you're a target. It is easier to ask for acknowledgement for nothing mm-hmm. than to try for something without accolades.
1: Well, I always say it's easier to stay in the shit too. It's easier. You're yeah. used to being, it's easier to be unhappy. People think, yes. yeah, I don't like being unhappy. Uh. Well, look at your. So I always say, really? It, you don't like being unhappy? Because how long have you been unhappy? And they're like 10 years. And I'm like, it's easier to stay unhappy. You love it. You love than it. And to get uncomfortable and make a change. Uh-huh. So that way you can go go into the unknown. I constantly am changing. Yes. Yeah, there's I'm there's a term
0: changing. I and people have probably heard it before, but I used it years ago like when I was in my um my marriage and it was comfortably miserable.
2: Yes. I would opinion- Oh, that's the definitely- <laughs> one comfortably miserable. Comfortably
0: miserable. Mm-hmm. Yep
2: because the devil you know is easier than the devil you don't. Right. And the way I look at it, you can sprinkle powdered sugar on a pile of shit. It doesn't make it a donut. Okay? You have <laughs> to, <laughs> You <laughs> you have to you you have to be willing to say I'm worth it. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to do that. You're absolutely fucking right when you say that people that 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 it's just easier. It's more comfortable, it you know. Is. Because being happy takes work. It takes. Yeah. Work. You've got to be willing to put the hours in, and if you're not, I'm not gonna. Y'all, I'm not being a bitch. Don't don't come bitching to me.
1: And those who are listening, you know what the secret too about the spirit world when you're unhappy? What? You're not connected. Hello, bingo.
2: Right. You're
1: and not why, connected.
2: Why can't people realize it's, that it's? you i mean you 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 said the secret the book the secret manifesting doing Mm -hmm. people don't understand it runs both ways you can manifest happiness or you can manifest being miserable Mm -hmm. pick one because whatever your thought process is that's mm-hmm. what you're going to bring and because it isn't instant it because it's not instant gratification of i just won the lottery and i'm having sex every day and mm-hmm. you know and and pizza on tap you yeah. know that they think yeah. that it's that it's not it isn't working
0: mm-hmm.
2: it takes time but it does. It work. Takes time. yeah everybody yeah.
0: wants everything now i mean it 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 comes but some i mean a lot of times you have to work hard for it. i mean very yeah. very rarely is it Does it just come? I mean, some people, Mm -hmm. yes, out there are lucky and they just land into something, but most people have to work hard and work hard and work hard and you have Mm -hmm. to keep pushing forward. So, but if you, if if you stop, if you stop, you know what happens? Nothing. It stops. Yeah.
1: That's right. That's right. That's such a good point, Mike. Totally agree with that. And I think too, one... No
2: go, go ahead. Ahead, no, go ahead, honey. I, I was just going to say,
1: you know, and I think too, part of this whole thing that we we're talking about is that when, when, when you look at your life and you take a like right now, everyone who's listening, I want to challenge you for just two seconds to close your eyes and just, just do a self-reflection on the last five years. And if you can't say you're happy in your relationship, 1000%, And if you're not happy with your financial freedom, 1000%, and you are not happy with your, uh, let's just say career, 1000%, then that means there's some lack in your self-love and connection to your higher self and your spirituality to see what your soul is truly meant to live because our souls are here to love. And that's your sign that you're pushed just in that quick exercise that It's about self-care, self-love, and reconnection. And if you can connect with your soul and who you are and who you're meant to be right now without worrying about if someone else or some external source is going to make you happy, your whole world will change very quickly. However, however, do not think that if you had 20 years of that unhappiness, like Mike just said, that you're going to fix it by reading a book and doing one reading. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how it works, people. You're
2: absolutely right. Um, the, the thing it's, it's I guess what, what I think that people do the most is, and the best analogy I can put at it, is they, they want to try for a moment and then they get discouraged and they back away. Okay, when you go to have sex, you don't do it for five minutes and go, yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> you want to come. Complete it, right? I mean you want the you want the prize.
0: You want the woo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: You, you like, want oh, the, I worked yeah. on that. Yeah, uh, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I had a good I had a good sixty seconds there. I'm good. Where's? Right. It doesn't work that way. It takes right. effort. I'm I'm a master at analogies, by the way. But and I, <laughs> <laughs> and it just it doesn't work that way. And I it's lazy. It's laziness. It is. Totally. Get off your ass. Quit bitching and try. That, that
1: It's that simple. Amen, sister. Mike, you're blushing over there. Did she bl- <laughs> make you blush? I see the redness in those
0: cheeks. Yeah, there you go. I was getting a little red in the cheeks, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, you're not going for the prize. Don't even fuck Yeah, it. no, that's, what,
0: that's en- what I'm Mice saying. Mike's
1: envisioning it. <laughs> He's envisioning it. Ooh, could be after the
0: could show. be yeah <laughs> <laughs> um well we do have a lot of uh, questions down in the chat so i do want to get to some of these um okay. so we'll start with uh well with the first one that we got early on victoria monday so uh she wanted to know michelle since you know the date of birth of motherella have you done a natal chart for your company to see what's ahead
1: Um, I have not. In fact, that's funny you bring that up. Um, I don't typically get readings. So I've never done, uh, although it's been offered, um, I have not done a birth chart reading or a natal chart or anything about the business. Nothing. Actually, I, one of my closest friends is an astrologer who does do birth chart readings. And she's constantly asking me, so it's funny you say that because on my show uh, next month, I she's actually going to, I'm going to allow her to say a portion of it. Oh, wow. While she's my guest on the show. But most, I live a very, I'm so in tune with my own reading. Like I can read myself that I don't like to be deterred off my inner knowing because I can hear for myself and I can see for myself, even though they say psychic mediums can't, that's fine for others, but I can. So I have not done that. I'm open to it, but I haven't had anyone do it for me because I get my own information.
0: Oh, very cool.
1: I hope that I hope that makes sense. I, it, does. It,
0: it does. It does. It um, does. Tom McNicholas was wondering: Do I have an intuitive nature? If I can wake before my alarm and know when the phone is going to ring?
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. In fact, that's almost that almost errs on the side of almost like. Premonition. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that when clients are in a very solid routine, believe it or not, they're more in tune. And I think it's because their body is designed to go to sleep and wake up without stress. And I think it creates a level of balance where they're more clear in their mind and body and soul. And so intuition steps up a notch. Um, And then I I don't want to get into the whole physiological process Mm of that, but routine keeps your physiological response in your, in your body at a very stable level. And it doesn't shift your stress hormones and your cortisol and things like that, which is huge, by the way, for spirituality. It is huge for psychic mediumship work. It's huge for connection and intuition. So yes. And I think you are getting premonitions as well.
0: Interesting. Okay, very cool. Uh, Zippy Davis, uh, what if you're trying to connect with yourself, but find yourself in conflict?
1: So that is ego. So I talk about the three levels of consciousness. So we, I, I do it like this. There's a 2D, 3D level of consciousness that sits in your subconscious base part of the brain that typically keeps a lot of the inner conflict like you speak of and keeps you in conflict with uh, reality versus non-reality and keeps you in mythical belief uh, and keeps you in mythical thinking. Then, so imagine that right now in this hell that we're living in on earth right now, 3D, that we're in the 3D. Then as you move past, if you imagine an airplane or a rocket ship and going up and right when you pass the clouds, there's like an energetic barrier around the earth. The earth is round. Okay, everyone thinks that expect- it's not, it's round. So there's an energetic barrier that once you hit, that's why planes can't go high, that's why you can only be in a spaceship to break through that energetic barrier to actually end up in the galaxy. That barrier is the 4D. That is your um, conscious level. And that conscious level, that 4D conscious level is where you start rationalizing. So if you imagine you're here at 3D subconscious, You start rising above you're taking your spaceship you hit this energy up there and you're looking down going ah do i want to leave earth that's all the shit going on down there which looks fun but yet there's light coming up there and i kind of want to be at peace so i want to go up there so you've got one foot in earth one foot in the galaxy and you're going through this inner struggle Hmm. that is when you're in the 4d then you decide you know what screw earth Like I want to say right now. Get the F out. Yeah, that's not a different planet. Right. I'm out, and I you take that foot consciously and you place it over that energetic barrier. Both feet are in the galaxy. Boom, damn. You went up to super conscious. And that, my friend, is your highest self. That is your highest intuition. There's only light love. There's no fear, no worry. So the inner conflict is most of the time seen when you're in the 4D because your body and soul knows you want more you have more there's more 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 where your subconscious is going stay in fear stay in worry, stay here listen to your media listen to what's going on don't do it you can't you don't have enough titles you're too old you're too young you're you're fat you're thin you're ugly it, that's just that's the ego right and that's where your conflict sits and so most of the people res- you know reside in the 4d i believe just based on all the years of experience. I've done hundreds of thousands of readings from people from all over the world, and most people reside in the 4D. Um, I don't. I just, I don't have any fear. I I am more afraid of a human. My only fear is a human walking down the street with free will, with his head up his ass, or her head up her ass, and deciding to do something stupid, because that's most of the time what's happening. Yeah. And that's what fears me. So that whoever... yeah. So whoever asked that question, I think the inner conflict is coming from you're, you're stuck. You're hovering in the 4B.
2: See, I'm short, chubby. <laughs> oh, you know what? And I own that shit. You own short it. You're beautiful, and-
1: girl. You're beautiful. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Like
1: you said earlier, you know who you are and you're okay with who you are. Fuck yeah. I mean,
2: it, yeah. it is, it is what it is and yeah. i mean it, any one of the viewers knows that i don't sugarcoat shit i am not willy walker yeah so it is
1: Other
2: one. oh I, I I she's got I, a ton I, of I don't them know, I, don't know, I don't know what to fucking tell. Oh. yeah but uh but um I, I do have a question though like when uh tom was talking about knowing when certain things happen and this that and the other i mean i'm of the belief system that even if you aren't having those signs that everybody has this capability if they're willing to dig deep and uncover mm-hmm. it from all of everything that is piled on to us from prepubescence on up mm-hmm. from the time when we're told that's not an imaginary friend you're just making that up you know mm-hmm. from in childhood we're all new and and open and we have that those tendencies and they're they're quite literally browbeat out of us as we get older so even if there is somebody in the chat that isn't getting that inner alarm system or doesn't know when the phone is going to ring I don't want them to think that they don't have those capabilities as well they just have to be willing to do the work Correct? That's true.
1: That's so true. And I have a chapter that's funny you brought that up because I wrote a chapter in my book. I forgot to bring this up when you were asking me about that concept, about how we're all born with the natural born gift of both psychic and mediumship. We both are. And people rebutted to me when I talked about this on my own show previously that no, I've read books where, you know, everyone's a natural born, um, psychic, not everyone's a natural born medium or everyone's a natural born meaning, medium and not everyone's a natural born psychic. That's all bullshit. Yep. Yeah. All natural. I'll have something
0: to some degree. Beings. Yeah.
1: We all, but it's just different levels. Right. Yeah, you know I mean, that's all. Awesome. So yes, you're correct. Vanessa, everyone listening, you know, or writing in the chat room, you are all capable, but somehow along the way, After you were either adopted into a family or birthed from someone's vagina or taken out of the abdomen through C-section or however you came into this world, um, somehow along the way you were navigated and suppressed through, like uh, Vanessa said, culture, systems, morals, belief systems, our parents, uh, ignorance of not knowing spirit world and things like that. And so you just uncover it as you get older. Now, what I'm noticing, I don't know about you and Mike, uh, Vanessa, um, but I'm noticing I'm starting to see spiritual awakening in teenagers at a rapid pace. Oh, yeah. Rapid mm-hmm. pace. Oh, yeah. Very rapid pace. And I, everyone's I, treating it like they're being obstinate. But you know what? I don't see it like that. They're woke
2: they're definitely definitely getting there and feeling the energy shift. Oh, totally. totally. You know, and and I encourage that. I lo- I have a 17-year-old son. And mm-hmm. he's the whole reason I came back out of the broom closet. I, I locked this bitch up 20 for 20 years, you know. And so <laughs> I did, I burst myself out of that broom closet. I'm like, "Hi." Hey. But <laughs> my son is the same way and even though it doesn't present itself as you and I mm-hmm. would present mm-hmm. ourselves there is there is a knowing mm-hmm. there is an understanding there is an evolution and maturity a- amongst certain teenagers that I'm seeing that 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 I don't remember seeing before I don't yes. remember it being brought to my attention before and I'm fascinated by it I'm a mm-hmm. little bit frightened by it because I know how, <laughs> yes well you and i both know how terrifying this can be sometimes yes yes and when you're talking about a young mind plus hormonal imbalances and everything else then yes. then that's a lot on their plate to There's deal a with a lot of teen
0: angst going on yes
2: yeah. yes a lot um one other thing you said you're fascinated by the brain yes okay all right help a sister out um it has been my long-standing theory that traumatic brain injury um and multiple ndes can actually open that door wider um mm-hmm. in, in a in, in order to receive information and i almost died four times before i was two and i have a traumatic brain injury so mm-hmm. i have scar tissue on my left frontal lobe okay so, uh, it wasn't found until i was 20. and that's when the seizures started so oh. and, then, and then the hospital almost killed me they OD'd me on dilantin and i've been actually oh my. <laughs> Oh, girl, Sis. straight up, um, but I've been able to keep everything under control, uh, which I'm lucky for, and I'm no longer yes. on the or anything else, but I actually did a whole thing on YouTube about this. I believe, personally, that the only reason I'm to the level I am, not the only reason, but the main reason, is because of those particular instances. What is your viewpoint on the correlation between traumatic brain injuries, NDEs, and psychic abilities?
1: So I believe that a lot of those traumatic injuries, whether they've presented themselves in this lifetime from previous lives, because a lot of times our injuries are related to past life imprints. Yes. So that DNA is stored and recognized in the brain, which we sometimes, and I know people are going to think this is crazy, but we sometimes call imbalances in the brain or firing or disease process. When I believe there's a whole spiritual component to the reincarnation section that brings us into this world in this lifetime with these mishaps in the human current life experience so i do believe that in my opinion that there's a lot of correlation with previous traumatic uh, trauma which then in turn can happen in this life experience with further brain trauma Until the point where you're either going to recognize it, heal it and explode with it in a positive way, which just sounds like what you did. But I also believe that certain humans born into this lifetime that have experienced brain trauma end up getting a higher connection just through that either near-death experience where they kind of have that light. and. You know, they meet their maker and it says, nope, it's not time. You're going back. And that's when you know you're meant to do bigger or more here. Are Um, we going to
2: talk about how you keep calling them humans?
1: We we can (laughs)
2: because, you know, know it's a show. Yeah. I do. (laughs) I love how you're doing that, though, because I I believe that that we are made up of many.
1: Many, many. Things. And
2: so I, I'm fascinated at your take on mm-hmm. that and how you were being so yeah. specific. Would you love to expand on that?
1: <laughs> well, I, it's controversial, but my followers know how I, how I, why I talk like that because it, I, I, you know, you're a soul in a human body. This is just the armor. It's just the armor. And there's a lot of, uh, humans who represents a external human, but on the inside they are not necessarily good souls either. Uh, right. this is a shell.
2: That's is where I show. wanted you
1: to go. This is a shell, and you know, we have our human component, we have our human look alike components, we have our uh makeshifters, we have our shape shifters, we have I mean, I could keep going. Uh-huh. Um so I, when I speak of humans, I'm using that word in a term that's relatable to other people who may or may not understand that. And so they can understand when I say human, they're thinking their brain automatically goes to the physical body, the gotcha. physical organ. You know, well, you're the more reality of it.
0: You yeah, <laughs> call I was it trying armor,
2: to be... You call it armor, I call it a meat sack. Right. So I, so I like your, I mean, your, yours is yeah. way sweeter.
1: Yeah, we'll go
0: with yours. Yeah, but I I, I, I like the say- armor or um, the shell idea better. Or if anybody that's shell. watched Altered Carbon, uh, they call it a sleeve. So that that's a, yeah. sounds a little bit better than Meat Sack, Vanessa. Sleeve
2: sounds perverted. <laughs> I
1: don't even know why. <laughs> 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 oh, what is the show coming to? I wow. know. I don't on even... one time and... It turned into a 1-900-BABE-SHOP. It Literally. did,
0: it did. So we, did have about, well, well. Yeah, we have about yeah, we about 10 minutes left in the show. I do want to get to some oh. more of our uh, viewer it questions flew. here. It did, it absolutely flew by. So I'll uh, try to get to as many of these as we can before we have to uh, wrap it up and say goodbye. Um, Which, by the way, everybody, of course, if you haven't yet, please go down into the description where there's a link to Michelle's book, Unveil Your Intuition. Uh, Quarantine Ghost has also been throwing the link in the chat. So thank you to them for doing that. Uh, But from Sharon Lane, uh, she was wondering how much influence does our deceased friends and family have on us?
1: So uh, I speak about this in the book as well, but um, they don't have a lot of influence on our path and purpose. Our deceased loved ones that we knew in this lifetime, even if you were born into this lifetime and they were alive and you just don't remember them or you didn't meet them, once they leave the human earth, they are not part of your path and purpose. They are meant to love us from afar and help guide us and protect us you know, they're still beings. And I think that's mm-hmm. where the misconception come in. Our deceased loved ones are still beings. They're just beings in another dimension. And we need to respect that they They haven't, you know, I, I, you know, we can go into a whole nother show talking about what death means, but, right. um, so their influence isn't a lot. I see a lot of people praying to, for help and, you know, tell me what I need to be doing on my path. Tell me this, tell me that, well, you're missing the fact that that comes from your spirit guides.
0: Yeah, well, and entire cultures are focused to you know ancestor worship.
1: Totally, totally. And I think that's great. And I'm not disclaiming anything, but mm-hmm. with hundreds of thousands of readings that I've done and, and been kind of, you know, doing this intuitive study, spirit has been my teacher. I've never taken a class, I've never taken any courses. I have totally learned what I do from the spirit world with constant chronic channeling all day, every day, over and over and over for the last 45 years. And um, your loved ones are truly meant to love you from afar and give you that pat when you need it, when you're in those hardest times or you're missing them. And they're almost, I feel, and you might laugh at this, but you too will understand it. I'm sure people listening would too. I almost feel like they're kind of like our validation. Like, I feel like when our loved ones leave, I think the reason why they come through so great for us is because they're meant to validate, hey, hello, guess what, there is an afterlife. Hello, I'm gonna give you this clue. <laughs> and man, we're having a party up here, we're playing poker around this, on that, but I'm still gonna give you a clue so you know I'm still around. It's almost like they're kind of like our validators, as well as our guidance, like our, our little guardian angels.
0: Okay, so and, and can some, some ancestors come back as spirit guides? I've heard people talk about that. Yes,
1: but um, I I learned through a channeling session I had with one of my spirit guides. I didn't even know this because, you know, there's a lot of written work out there that kind of contradicts each other. There's never an absolute to the spirit world. We all have our levels differently. Mm -hmm. So I could just teach you it from my level and my experience of channeling for so long with my own guides as teachers. Um, I do understand it that your ancestors that come back as spirit guides, have completed all their lessons and have gone through a major energetic transformation hmm. to not be reincarnated.
0: Interesting. And so
1: that is how they become your spirit guides. And that's kind that of to look what cool. Vanessa, that's what <laughs> Vanessa was saying. Like, I feel I'm a human spirit guide right now, but I know when I go, I become a spirit guide. I already know because my lessons will be
0: completed. Okay. Very yes. cool. Very cool.
1: Yes. Yay. I know what yeah. I'm going to be
0: doing. Have fun, uh, Vanessa. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so uh, Betty Lange, grand old folks, I uh, was wondering, when you wrote your book, did any new revelations about yourself come out giving you that aha moment?
1: Um, actually, I'm so grateful you just asked me that because a lot of people don't ask about my revelations ever. Um, hmm. When I was writing the book, I have to be honest, I almost didn't write it. And that wow. was because one of the thing I recognized about myself is that even though I have all these hundreds of thousands of testimonials and all these years of experience and all these titles and all these things and all this great connection and these abilities that are just through the roof, I still sometimes don't feel I belong here. Hmm. And so one of the revelations I had when writing the book was, Does this, is this even going to make sense because I don't belong here and some of the stuff I'm talking about, people won't understand. And then I had to look in the mirror and go, wait a minute, you're a fucking psychic. You're a psychic medium. You've been doing this for years. You know what you're doing. Teach it to other people. So my revelation was I had to relearn in that moment that I was an author to teach psychic mediumship intuition work. So my revelation came from another kind of what Vanessa and I talked further is looking yourself in the mirror and accepting that this was who I am, and I'm not going to be afraid of it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna not be who I'm supposed to be in yeah. this earth. I'm not. I'm, I I'm just going gonna to, keep going.
2: I am gonna turn your words on you. Uh oh. Uh oh. Because I love you. Okay. I'll turn your words <laughs> on you.
1: Uh-huh. Even
2: if you help one. Person. yes just one just mm-hmm. like you told me mm-hmm. um because any first of all anyone worth anything questions themselves mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah. and to me if you were to come out and say no i knew from the second i sat down this is gonna yeah. be it yeah yeah i, I was gonna be a the master then i would have been like yeah okay What kind of bullshit she hides right but you question it and that automatically gives you authenticity and that shows through in writing people can relate to that and if it only gets to one person that's the whole reason you wrote it yeah that's all thank you
1: thank you thank you that means a lot so and and one thing to add to that if we still have a second is that i want people to understand that when you do this kind of work um any psychic medium that makes you feel like their gift is better than yours or that they have something special that you don't is not authentic. And I don't care if I get backlashed. I don't care if psychic mediums want to come at me. You, I will call your ass out when you are a psychic medium, you are here to get other people connected and it is about spirit and that person, not about the person in front of you's reaction not about your validation if you're good or not, not about whether or not you're accurate. It's about helping other people know they can do what you do.
2: You just have tears to my eyes again.
1: That's yeah, absolutely a psychic medium.
2: Yes, I, um, I, I I call myself, even though other people don't do it, I call myself the most hated woman in the paranormal because I've right. wrote entire, um, I have wrote an entire book calling out not the people in the names cuz i can be sued but calling out i've been, i've told people exactly what other people are doing Ugh. this is how you're getting cheated don't tell me don't tell me that that you can do a spell to get rid of a curse from candles that grew i said Ugh. it grew on the side of a mountain in jerusalem bitch candles don't grow don't fuck with me right you know <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh so yeah i mean all of that bullshit i'm just like no good for you thank you for being that I mean I'm not saying I'm not I'm not blowing smoke up your ass I'm not kissing your butt I'm just saying no I I hear you is so necessary right now because Mm -hmm. there are so many charlatans out there you can't go on Facebook and throw a rock and not hit one there's plenty of them yeah
0: sorry I said what I
2: said uh, it's all I good. Said, it's all good. We'll do, you, we'll
0: do two more questions from the chat room real quick. And I'm sorry, you guys, we weren't able to get to all of them, but you guys had a ton of questions. Um, so real quick from Mr. CO2, have you noticed any psychic abilities not previously seen in younger generations that are coming out now?
1: I don't see any, I wouldn't say in my personal experience, I've seen anything new per se, as much as I've noticed that their awakening is happening younger and younger. I work mm-hmm. with a lot of teenagers, especially college students. I have three children that are gifted myself of my own children. And even with their friends and with within my own family uh, of circle of friends of children, um, they know. They have a stronger inner knowing. And it's everyone's like, well, it's because they have access to social media. That That is so not true because half the stuff on social media isn't even sure they, they just have this inner knowing and this skill of inner knowing that I don't typically see in any adult. And hmm. so I, I would treat it as a, a newer skill set, but ultimately it's their spirit, it's, it's their soul talking through them totally can see that. So I wouldn't say anything new as much as I'm seeing a variety of what I teach all combined in a younger age group. Mm-hmm. Okay, just so being younger and younger. Staff. Interesting. Yeah, That is really interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and then last one from Alina the Fam. Uh, she says, my intuition is telling me we have some really hard times ahead of us and we have to be prepared. Is it just me?
1: Uh, no, you're very accurate. I've made several predictions over the past year. I've been turning them up a notch since March. My latest prediction was August 12th through September 15th. We are in the calm before the storm. And if you think that you've seen the worst, you have not seen anything yet. So I have, at least for my followers and listeners, I have been preparing them since March. I've been giving them insight, direction, tools to use. I've hosted meditations, workshops, courses to get them prepared for what's coming in August and September all right so you are correct you are feeling right and kudos to you for using your intuition and not second guessing it there all i want to know is
2: i have to fly to scotland in april
0: <laughs> and i already have are gonna be tickets. okay yeah
1: you're gonna be okay girl i'll wear a damn right. mask
0: <laughs> no don't
1: I'd probably pass out on that damn plane. I mean, that's
0: a I'm long in, plane to wear, or a long um, flight to wear. Dentis, a mask. I'm in
1: dentistry, and you wouldn't oh. get up. I've got to wear now. Yeah. Not with your previous brain issues. You don't want any hypoxia going on. I know,
2: on. I know. It's be careful, please. Don't be even careful. get me started on it because yeah, um, people don't listen. And I'm, I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in, I've been in dentistry for 21 years.
1: Yeah, but you also have a medical history yeah. that's, oh that's, yeah, combats
0: long wearing of um yeah co2 poisoning all the time so be careful all right well michelle um where can everybody well we have down in the uh description for those watching youtube uh the link to michelle's website and also to her latest book but michelle for the audio podcast that'll go out later where can everybody find you
1: uh, you can find me on Odyssey One iHeartRadio uh, for my show. It's also streamed live on Facebook and YouTube uh, at Dr. Motherella, or which is the at sign dr motherella, or on YouTube it's just motherella. But thank you. I'm so excited you guys had me. Thank you so much. Yeah, You're
0: absolutely. Awesome. And your website is motherella.com. So correct. There we go all right michelle all right. um yeah it was an absolutely fascinating time we'll definitely have to have you back this was a lot of fun and very sure. insightful
1: thank, thank you thanks <laughs> it was a lot of fun i love you both love you hon you were just i've had the best time <laughs> yeah me too share your good news Share oh, your good
2: oh. News. <laughs> oh goodness um well we'll see what people say about it when they hear it all right. um yep. y'all go ahead <laughs> Next Tuesday is my last night for the show.
0: Yeah, we're going to have to say goodbye to Vanessa.
2: Yes. Oh wait, I'm going to cry. Yeah. I just, I, I just <laughs> love, fell in love with you. Where are you going? Where are you going? Um, I have started, um, I've got a lot of ventures on my plate. I'm filming in Scotland next April. We're still putting together our series that we filmed in Ireland this past July um I have started a very big project for myself um that uh, is going to be in publication next year and it's just a and with the t-shirt company and everything else I have to take a step back and really focus on all of that so I've even stopped doing readings except for on the weekends so between my job and my career <laughs> I, I have I have to prioritize, and I love y'all. And it's been five years, and
0: yeah, just about.
2: Yeah, and I'm. But I'm Vanessa, so you're you. going to
0: have to come back as a guest.
2: I will come back as a guest, right. absolutely. Um, but I, I'm working on a a very important book for myself and a corresponding screenplay.
1: I'm so proud of you. Oh, that's awesome.
2: Thank you, thank you. Oh. So. Yeah. Oh, that's
1: great. I'll help you out. If you need me, you can just shoot me a message and I will help you out on
0: your show. Okay. Appreciate that. Thank you, Michelle. Yeah.
1: yeah. Cause so. we have fun. We do have fun. We do have we just fun. Have to, <laughs> you just have to deal with me giving you red cheeks.
0: Oh, well there's that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So Michelle, we'll go ahead and let you go and then we'll get to all the you. shout outs and everything for the viewers here. So all right. You have okay. a uh, fantastic Thank evening. Thanks yes. again. Bye
1: guys. Bye Vanessa.
0: Right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, sweetie. Bye. I the moment fell down down the rabbit hole.